We've been on a journey for quite a while now. Seems like at least three months now about relationship. And when, when Rick spoke this word about, I don't know, eight weeks ago, and then we started breaking it up, this is the one that really hit me, is that uh, relationships are designed to bring fullness and completeness. And um, because I just have such a heart for the body of Christ and, and seeing us full, okay? And and, you, and I started thinking about it, you know, is, you know, I have this thing in my pocket, you know, and I have that computer right there that we probably live in an unparalleled generation that if if relationship brought completeness just by the amount of contacts that I had in my Facebook or that I I was able to access even at one time a thousand plus people I can probably get a hold of on this thing at one time, then we would all be good, right? We would all be full. We'd all be complete. But that's not where it lies, is it? It's not in our ability to, to totally connect with the outside world and this, that, and the other. Because the media has brought us to that place. But it, there's something deeper. And, and God wanted to just really speak on some things this morning um, about that. And, and the Lord hit me this yesterday as I was preparing just about this passage in, um, with Moses. And look at this. Look, I mean, just remember where he was at. And, and we're going to read this. You know, Remember Moses, you know, that whole story about him getting in the basket and ending up at Pharaoh's place and getting taken in. But listen to what he says. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Okay? He, so he, for, he was forsaken the fact that of, of the position of where he was at, choosing rather to endure ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, considering the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. Okay, so how in the world do you do that? I mean, do you realize? I mean, you can kind of put yourself in that position. I mean, power. He had everything at his access. He probably was in line to. I don't know how that all worked, but he could have been in line to be Pharaoh. I guess at some point. I'm not sure if some people died and whatever. Maybe he would have been that, but he was in this thing of you know prestige and and a place and a position he gave it up to do what why did he do that what's look at this next one where he was looking to the reward so then my lord just asked well what's the reward if the reward were treasures he would have stayed in egypt right if the reward was position in life he would have just stayed in egypt if the reward was something tangible he would have just stayed there so why, what was the reward? What was the reward? And I felt like the Lord was saying, relationship. Relationship with people, even in the midst that he knew he was going to get what? Ill-treated. He was going to bear the reproach of Christ. He would rather have that and relationship with people than to be where he was at. That's pretty strong, isn't it? I felt like it was. I was like, all of a sudden the Lord's like, relationship that's where it's at he was relationship with god i think he realized if he just stayed the two things that would have suffered was relationship with god and his relationship with his people with the people of god and so he chose to forsake it all to lose it all for relationship and i felt like the lord saying man why because he knew where fullness he knew where fullness was and he knew where completeness was um that's where he was going so I guess the question is, well, where? So Mitch, if you're telling us, you know, relationship, well, where do I find 
Go on, Amy, to the next one. Where do I find fullness and completeness? And I've been speaking this several times throughout the last several weeks. You know, when I get up here and I have the, the mic, I feel like I've been saying it almost over and over. But we're gonna. Re- this is all. This is all review. This is most of the stuff you know. It's it's re- it's a recall. It's a it's a call to remembrance. You know, Jer- Jeremiah had to do that. He said, "This I had to recall to mind. Therefore, I have hope." All he did was recall the obvious. God, you're faithful. God, your uh, your compassions they don't fail, and um, your loving kindness. That's what he. That's what he recalled to mind. Things that he already knew. But he had to get him back into his spirit, into his heart. So I'm going to, I'm going to call to, to remembrance some things. Where, where do I find fullness? Well, obviously what? In Christ. Colossians 2.9. For in him all the fullness in the deity dwells in bodily form. And in him you have been what? Made complete. I mean, we've got two of them in the same one. All fullness dwells in him. Go back to real quick. All fullness dwells in him. And in him you have been made complete, and he is the head over all. All right? So if I'm looking for anything, fullness, completeness, outside of him, guess what? It's a losing game, right? I mean, you'll, you'll continue to lose that game. You can't find it. It doesn't exist, except there's another, a little clause in there, except somewhere else. And we'll look at that in just a second. Uh, look at this next one. It was the Father's good pleasure for what? Oh, fullness. I love that. It was the Father's good pleasure. It was, it was God's pleasure to say, in Jesus, in Christ, in Him, you can have fullness. You can, you can be full. Now, the, you know, the hard part is that, you know, just like when he spoke in Jeremiah, you know, my people have committed two evils. They've forsaken me to go dig cisterns or wells for themselves wells that don't hold water we will continue the enemy sometimes some somehow convinces us if we go dig a well we'll have we'll have fullness somewhere else other than in him it doesn't work um it was the father's good pleasure for all fullness to dwell in him and through him to reconcile all things to himself all right and then this other one this other one that um on this next one go ahead Amy. Um, in Ephesians 4.19, I love this, so that you are no longer strangers and aliens, you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household, having built on the foundation, we've been speaking this passage a lot, of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the what? Cornerstone. So get what? I mean, if I build on anything else, it doesn't what? Stand. There's no, there's no fullness to it. There's no completeness to it. He has to be the cornerstone of every relationship that I have, whether that's friendships or whether that's husband and wife, whether that's father, son, daughter, all that, mother. The reality is that it has to be built on him. So obvious, right? I mean, we a lot of that's obvious. But it's very hard to get to sometimes. So. Um, and I love that. In whom the whole building being fitted together is growing into a temple of the Lord. Growing into a temple, of the Lord, in whom you are being built together into a dwelling of God. Dwelling of God. All right. So fullness is in Him. It's also in His love. Um, you know, which I kind of put underneath that Ephesians, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. To know the love of Christ, which surpasses to knowledge, 
And if you know the love of Christ, you will be what? Filled up with the fullness of God. Um, that's, I believe that. If I can walk in His power, His love, I'll be full. Now the problem is if I could just stop there, I could really be a hermit. I could really just go and hang out by myself, hang out with God, and I would be what? According to what all we've shared so far, I would be what? Full, and I would be complete. But I think that there's something else that brings in the fullness of that. I have to remember to take the whole scripture. Well, I found somewhere else that there's fullness in. All right? Look at this next one. It's in his church. It's in the body. If, I, if he wouldn't have put this scripture in, maybe maybe he could get away with it. But I, I think he did it. He put all things in subjection under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, to his bride, to the body of Christ, which is his body, the fullness of him who is in all in all. I felt like the Lord was just saying, Fullness lies in him, and fullness lies in his body. Okay? So if I choose that I just want God, then I choose his what? Body. And if I choose the body, then I choose him. I've got it. It's got to be a both and. It's got to be a both and. And that's, of course, there's no wonder why there's an attack on the church. There's no wonder there's an attack on relationship. Because the enemy knows where fullness is. Fullness is in us. As a body, fullness is in us connecting with Him and walking together. I don't think you can do one or without the other. I, mean, I just haven't seen that. I mean, I can have a good relationship with God outside this body. I don't believe it's going to be full or outside of a body of Christ or the body of Christ. I don't think it's going to be full. That's why I can't do it on my own. The, the whole no man is an island theme, right? I don't even know who said that or some quote somewhere that I've heard down in my... I'm kind of like Rick last week. I'm not sure my literature is all that great. <laughs> I don't even know that poem. I mean, that you spoke last week. So, but the reality, I believe, I'm just. I felt like the Lord said, "I am convinced that everything God does, everything that He's about, is drawing us into relationship with Him, and He's drawing us into relationship with the body." Now. If if I'm having a struggle with either or, then there's a, maybe that's that red flag saying, all right, God, if you designed it this way, Lord, empower me to get there. Empower me to walk in that. All right, so there's there's just the, the main scripture that we, Rick shared about eight or nine weeks ago was this in this 1 Corinthians 12 passage. And I felt like the Lord said four things out of this. And I'm going to focus on the body for just a second. That's okay with you guys. You all right with that? Everybody good? Y'all, y'all tired? Don't be tired on me now. It's early. But the reality is, is that if fullness and completeness is in the body of Christ, then, all right, go on to that next one there. Then what? All right, let's look at this First Corinthians passage in, in, in verse, starting in 12. For even as the body is one and yet has many members, and all the members of the body, though they are many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we are baptized into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, we are all made to drink of the Spirit. Go on to that next one. For the body is not one member, right? But many. Because I'm not a hand. Y'all have y'all heard this. It's been preached for decades. Because I'm not a hand, I am not a part of the body. It is not for this reason any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, because I'm not an eye, I am not part of the body, it is not for this reason any less a part of the body. 
Okay. You guys would, I mean, you think about your own physical body, you wouldn't think you know, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, if my foot decides it's going to say it's not a foot, it doesn't make it not a foot, does it? It's trying to convince itself it's something else, something different. The reality is it's there. It's part of the body. And I love this. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were a hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But now God has placed the members, placed the members, each one of them in the body, just as he desired. So the reality is what? What did I put there? Everyone has a place, right? And I think we, a lot of times we go around trying to figure that out or try to place ourselves in some position of some sort. It's not about that. A place in the body is about relationship. It's about walking in relationship. Now, definitely, there's opportunities to serve all over, you know, all over the place. Um, that's those are great. Great. I mean, I'm I'm one of those dudes. If you want to volunteer, come find me. <laughs> we'll find stuff to do because I am a doer. But the, and and I can be conned into a, a more of the doing than the relating. But there's a place that God says I believe that the place in the body is relationship. It's relationship. You know. Because I, I can go, I can serve a body all day long and not be full. Okay? I won't experience fullness because I'm not, it's got to be in relationship. Now, I can have a relationship while I'm serving. I mean, how many times, I mean, if you'd have seen this building when we first got it, I mean, it was dirt, black, ink everywhere. It, was, it used to be a news messenger, ink building. Uh, this place was several different rooms with all sorts of craziness going on. And I can't, those are some of my treasured moments, relatable moments. When we're in, there's a bathroom right back here where Neil's is and all that. There's bathrooms we had to take yank out. There was a floor that was stuck to this floor. Oh my gosh! I mean, if if you didn't have to take something and just chisel away little tiny pieces by little tiny pieces, but those are my treasured moments of relationship. That I mean, how many of you were here when we were doing all that? Yeah, I mean, those were treasured moments for me. Serving and relating. That's that's it's gotta be relationship in it in it. Or it becomes dry and weary. Or it becomes a place where you you serve and if you don't have a relationship, well then you then it's like who do you get to share that with? God wants us to share in that. Everyone has a place and that's in relationship. You're important to this body coming today, not just to be a a, a seat holder, but to be a relator. Someone who relates to one another. That's important. That's purpose. That's that's incredible purpose every Sunday that I get to come and relate to the body of Christ. Now, many of us will serve because we got all sorts of positions to serve. you got like a little handout right there just a second ago. It would be awesome if you can do that. But it's, it's, it's that's that's that place of doing walking in that. Look at this. Keep on going in this passage. Verse 19. If they were all one member, where would the body be? Okay, so that's why I can't do it by myself. All right? Can't do it with one person. You know, where would the body be? But now there are many members, but one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. You can't do it. So what? Everyone is what? Needed. Everyone's needed. I mean, I can't look and say, well, you put your, you know, you just, no, we just don't have any need of you. I, can't, I mean, I can't even, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how many have had, I have had two ACL surgeries. That's a very important part of your body. To not have. <laughs> and then when they try to, you know, stretch it, they take another ligament to try to put it across that one. And then when you break that one, they take a hamstring and they take that and try to plug it in. 
It's very important to keep that first part. <laughs> you want to keep that one intact. Uh, don't have a wreck on a four-wheeler at work. Um, but the reality is, is that every, I just realized, I mean, having that one surgery, I realized how important each individual part is. That's that's a nuisance. Every time I play sports, I have to have this. They call it the my bionic knee. You know, I'll be out there playing softball at the end of the month with a bionic knee. You know, I don't like to do that. It's really a pain in the rear to wear. But there's a, there's a reality that God wants to say. That's important. That part's important. Every part's important in that, and that's needed. Everyone, look at this one. Keep going. Just as many of them. Just as we have many members in one body, all the members do not have the same function. Okay, a lot of times we're like trying to figure out who's fun- you know I want to walk in this person's function or that person looks like he's doing good, so I'll get in that function. No, everybody has a separate function. I don't. I don't even have. Definitely, we can learn from one another, but we don't have the same function. So we are member. We who are member. So we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Um, that's part of that. Everyone's needed. Every going back to that place. Everyone's needed. Everybody has a different function, so everybody's needed. Important. Go on to that. The third one. First Corinthians. You know, on the contrary, it is much truer that the members of the body which seem to be weaker are what? Necessary. I would have never known I had that ACL until I got it born. There's a reality that Hey, that that I, I attribute that that ligament is top prize in my you know, my mind now, but it wasn't until all of a sudden I tore it. So there was all of a sudden that, that ligament, that joint, it's huge. And and I and I, I wish I'd have deemed it a little bit more necessary before. But keep on going. And those members of the body which we deem less honorable, on those we bestow what more abundant honor. Everyone's treasured. Somebody, you know, some people might get that a lot. So you know, that's what he's saying. Our less presentable members become much more presentable, whereas our more presentable members they don't really they don't need that. It's a place where it's it's even and out. It's a place where everybody's on. Everybody's treasured. It's a place place I've got. I got to receive. Now remember, a lot of us come from wounded or hurtful backgrounds in the body of Christ. So, you know, when I hear this, I'm like, yeah, you might, I might be getting that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the idea of what God's calling us as a body to be is this. Everyone. Everyone has a place. Everyone's needed. Everyone's treasured and valued. And then the last one, everyone. Oh, wait a minute. Let's go back to that one. Whereas our more presentable members have no need of it. But God has composed the body, given more abundant honor to the member which lacked. Why? Why would he do that? So that there wouldn't be what? Division. And I don't even know if that's totally just division like, you know, we're having an argument division. I think it's this person's up here and this person's down here. That's a division, isn't it? But all of a sudden, like God's saying, no, you're all important. We're all important in the body. We're all valued. We're all needed. We're all in that have a place. So I, I don't, I don't want to hear anything else other than that out of your mouth, and out of your heart. But that's what I'm. That's what I am. Now, if you're feeling something different than that, then that's where we want to go. That's where we want to get, get free. But this is that. If if, if, if completeness and fullness really lie in the body, then that's true. 
that, that's a flesh. So I'm going to give you some warnings. First one, just Leah's going to speak to it. something really pressed on her heart as we were talking through this this weekend. Uh, Emory wants to do several things. And the first one is he, he just wants to wear us down through accusation. And uh, flip up that page. I think this was one of the passages that even with region and that the resistance that, that came, this um, passage had come up. But um, Daniel 7:25, he will speak out against the most high and wear down the saints of the highest one. And and it was interesting as because this whole week I just I kept on hearing the word accusation, accusation, accusation. And as I was just reading just in scripture just over and over and I was in even in Revelation, so I'm looking at because we're talking about the body. So I'm like, well I'm going to Revelation and I'm looking to see what he's talking about the churches. And and the one common thing that he's that is being called up is this place of he who that endures, he who that overcomes. And this common theme of endurance, of overcoming. And, and so this scripture where this whole, this wearing down, this wearing down, and, and even walking with enough, pe- enough people in the body and just a lot of just the prayer and just the ministry that goes on here, like you see this, this area of attack with, with suffering, you know, with resistance, with things that people are going through in their lives. And I just really felt like, um, this place, one, of accusations against the Most High God. And and I would just really ask y'all just to pray, okay, what, really, what have I entertained about God? Like, what do I believe about who He is? And I feel like a lot of even the weariness that I've dealt with is just where the enemy comes in and says He's not who He says He is. So, I mean, he is, and I, there's just a bunch of um, just areas. Like he's unchanging, he's faithful, he is love, he is healer, he is good, he is life. Um, and that passage, John said, you know, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but God comes to give life and give it abundantly. And so I feel like in this life and the things that we are we come against the enemy comes in and he i mean he did that in the very beginning i mean one just even in his own he was an angel worshiping and what is he's like well god's you know i can be as good as god you know but then the same thing with adam and eve he came to me he's like well he's really not telling you the truth because if you eat of that you can be like him he, he's withholding from you. God is withholding from you. And so I really feel like this place, like there's just this atmosphere where the enemy comes in and he's just, he's really making conclusions that sometimes we, we're just not, one, we're either not seeing it or we're just not getting rid of those. 
And what they do is they water down who our God is. And they take that place for we have, I mean, he's the cornerstone. So if if the enemy can get us off the cornerstone, then, I mean, where do we have to stand? So I really felt like there's just this place where, no, he is, he is who he is. And um, so I felt like this this place where we need to deal just with accusations that we've entertained um, against God. And um, and the place of that is just forgiveness. You know, God, please just forgive me for believing this lie. And Lord, I just speak, this is the truth um, of who you are. And and then the other one was Revelation 12.10. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And so the other area that I feel like that, even within the body, is where we entertain you know, accusations against ourselves. You know, the enemy actually accuses us before God day and night. And so we have this place of either coming into agreement with that or coming into agreement. I mean, who is? I mean, Jesus is our high priest. He is the one that paid the price so that we can be forgiven. And so I think a lot of things, a lot of area, it hinders us from walking in this place of body the body because we we've taken on these lies these accusations of the enemy and and so once again i felt like that that was just this place of and and not only that but a lot of times we come in that place where we are in agreement with the enemy towards others in the body and towards the body itself and i really felt like that that these are areas that really are hindering us from really walking this out. Um, and, and I think the most amazing thing, just even with forgiveness, I mean, Christ's provision, his provision on the cross, is just amazing to me. And, um, and, and I think, like in this area, especially with, um, with accusation, the things that happen in this world, um, and the situations that we deal with can a lot of times get us to that place where, one, we're bearing things that we can't bear. And, and so I really felt like Isaiah 53 was just that scripture, just a scripture, you know, that on the cross, not only did he take our punishment for sin, he carried that, but he also carried our sufferings. And he carried the sufferings of everyone around us. And, and he carried that so we wouldn't have to carry it. And so I feel like in, in all these areas of accusation, his provision has been made. And, and I just would encourage you, like even those areas, maybe they're areas on your own that you're just like, no, I just can't. I can't get past this. And that's where the body comes together um, and agrees. Um, with those things, even areas where, I mean, Rick had mentioned earlier, just one of the biggest hindrances is sin. 
And, and Jesus knew that. I mean, that's why Jesus died, so that would not be a hindrance. He paid the price to have that lifted off of us. So I, that one scripture, you know, confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. And I'm not saying that that's come up here and confess it. You know, you know there's a place for that, but, there, but that is a provision of the body. Um, and that's a provision of Christ. Could you think about it? the reality is if and this whole thing about why the body is so important? What, I mean, what if I'm by myself and accusations come? I mean, that's how he wears us down. Because if we're by ourselves, we get accused and what? At some point, I probably will give in and just believe the accusation. I mean, there's nothing that would that will destroy us, Lee and I's relationship as a uh, husband-wife more than accusation. I encourage you to start tracking your thoughts and find out how many of them are accusatory thoughts that the enemy is trying to get us to believe about somebody else, to believe about the body of Christ, to believe about who we are. I just track them. Just do it. And all of a sudden, just start realizing, wait a second. I got more, I got more of this accusation stuff than I thought. And it's coming against me, and it's also trying to come against my relationship with the body. It's huge, huge area we encourage you to, to walk in. Because um, he he's trying to wear us down. He's trying to wear us down in that. All right, let's do these last four real quick. Um, obviously, the enemy wants to isolate us then, right? Get us by ourselves. Get us thinking that we're the, what, only one that is dealing with anything that we're dealing with or walking through whatever we're walking with. You know, even in Genesis is where it's, this started. <laughs> when Rick started this whole thing about on relationships, it was out of Genesis. And, of course, the Lord said it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make a helper suit, suitable for him. I mean, that might be in relationship to Adam and Eve, but I think there's a reality that God wants to, I mean, if I'm single, God wants to be my, is, is my helpmate. If I'm married, God is my helpmate. There's a place where that, that's 100% true. I, that's the cool part. I don't have to be alone. I don't have to be, be alone wherever I'm at. But the, also the part of it is I don't want us to be alone. I, the tragedy of a body of Christ would be you come in here, you sit every Sunday, and that you would be alone. It can happen. It can happen. I've talked to people that it happened, and we don't want that to happen. And so, you can come find me if nothing else. Come find me, and you and we'll talk. But there's a reality that don't don't walk in this place of being alone. Look look at these next few scriptures. You know, Ecclesiastes two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If one falls, the other one will lift up his companion. This is not just marriage. This is this is friendship. This is body. And a lot of people apply this just to marriage, but it's body. What are the one who falls when there's another one to lift, not there to lift him up? That's the body of Christ, right? Lifting each other up, encouraging one another. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they can keep warm. How can one be warm alone? If one can overpower him who is alone, two can what? Resist him. A strand of three is what? Not easily broken. You, me, and God, that's not easily broken. That's fellowship. That's relationship. That's, that's what God's calling us into. Can't do it. Can't do it alone. Otherwise, it's gonna, I'll get overpowered. Otherwise, I won't keep warm. Otherwise, I won't have profit for my labor. And there's, there's a huge, there's such power in the body of Christ uh, in that. Um, go on. Iron sharpens iron, right? I need some, other, I need some of you guys. And you know, sometimes that's not always a fun, fun deal. Sometimes that's a little hard. But I get sharpened. I love it. We're going to do some first. There's going to do some uh, learning to live series. I encourage you come out to those on Wednesday nights. It's sharpened, like you know, 
Walk with one another. Sharpen yourself in that. Go on to the next one. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking what? Assembling together. That's not, you know, I feel bad because I didn't come to church today. That's Assembling together is walking in life groups. Assembling together is walking in relationship with one another. Assembling together is is walking in, uh, you know, the fullness of getting together with people and walking with them. Um, It is coming to the body of Christ. It is coming uh, because we meet on Sundays. We put it that day. Sure, awesome, but. But the reality is, you know, encourage one another all the more as you see the day drawing near. I think as he's saying, as the day draws near, you'll probably need more what? Encouragement, right? I mean, don't you need more encouragement as you see what's going on in our world? I mean, I do. All right, let's go on. He wants to divide us. He knew their thoughts and said to them, any kingdom divided against itself, what? Gets laid waste. A house divided against itself, what? can't stand all right that's why it's important the the body of christ you you coming together in relationship not being divided with one another not to be divided with between having division and if there is god empower us to walk in a place of overcoming that um get that strand of three and it won't be easily broken so enemy wants to divide us uh first corinthians in that as well uh for in, this, for in the first place, when you come together as a church, I hear that divisions exist among you. In part, I believe it. There's a place where God's saying, the body of Christ, that, that shouldn't exist. Why? Because we all have honor for one another. We all walk with one another. You know, nobody's here and nobody's there. You know, we're, we're together in this. Uh, the last one, or second one, the last. Enemy wants us to feel as though we don't have a place. You know, but now God has what? Placed the members. We already talked about this, but. I can't tell you how many times I come to people. I just don't feel like I belong. I don't feel like I have a place. Well, I pray that God will reveal to you the, the a lot of it. I'm trying to search for like if I and you're if sometimes I'm, if if I can have something defined and something like you know a a position that has some responsibilities to it so that I can check off that I've done good. That's like I, I like that. You know, I don't like to come and. It be God, God. What am I supposed to do here? You know, what, what's my place? Well, I encourage you. Your place is relating to one another. Your your place is walking in in the love relationship with the body of Christ. Now, some of that will be functioning differently for each other. And um, but there's a reality that God's saying. I just pray you don't go out of here that you know that when you come together, you have an awesome opportunity to love on one another, to encourage one another, um, that you have a place here, a place to number one worship. Worship God with the body. But number two, that you get to walk in a place of encouragement. And in, in that, you know, because we, we, I can't say I have no need of you. There's no way. You're needed. And the last one, uh, anyone wants to feel as though we aren't, enemy wants us to feel as though we aren't important. You know, I think sometimes we do that. We'll, we'll lay out a couple Sundays and just see if anybody calls, right? And then all of a sudden when they don't call, then I can check it up. Well, I'm not important. That's not, I mean, don't do that. Don't. Don't walk in that place. Walk in a place of, man, I'm important to the body because God has put things in me that I get to release into the body of Christ. And from the whom the whole body being fitted and held together by which every what? Ligament supply. Now, did it say just a few ligaments hold this thing together? I'm pretty sure that word every means what? Every. And every means 
every ligament supplies. And it's held together according to the proper working of each individual part. And so that's why we get to come together as a body to continue encouraging. And if I'm not, if I feel like I'm not working properly, that somebody can come help me get in that place of walking in this place of working properly. Some of that's the heart issues that we always talk about. I mean, that's huge. But there's also just this place of walking in the fullness of the body, just to be to know that I can I can do that without, like I said, a a uh, task or a position. I can do that walking with all of it, walking with all of it. And if I do that, it causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. All right. Um, and I, like I said, I can't tell you how much after having two knee surgeries, how much that one ligament is very important. Like when you're trying to bring a ping pong table up these, there used to be a bunch of stairs. There used to be a huge stairway there and bringing up the ping pong table. This is after I tore it and I thought I was doing pretty good. And all of a sudden my I'm trying to drag a ping pong table up to the youth room. And, you know, your knee goes, you know, off of itself. And I'm like, okay, that was not good. That's important. That ligament's important. I will get surgery now. I promise. Um, but the reality is that God wants it. And to sum it all up, just this, it's really the last of this passage. I love this. We've been talking about this scripture. He gave some as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Why? To equip the saints. For the work of the ministry. To the building up of the what? Body. There's completeness. There's fullness in that. But look at this. Go on to the next one. Until we all attain to the unity of faith. And of the knowledge of the Son of God. Getting to know Him intimately. That's why we come and worship. That's why we come and do what we do. For us all to come and know God personally. Intimately. To know Him. Um of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, you know, when that happens, guess what? I'm no longer tossed, what, to and fro, you know? I, I'm, I'm, I was very, I'm very frustrated with myself over the last probably two or three months doing rehabbing to several different properties. We moved. We, got, we had to go back and get a property ready. We had to get another property ready uh well, it's the same property. It's two separate houses and the same house. But plumbing is a pain. Like I, I mean, I can't tell you how you know frustrating that is. And and I found myself getting tossed like to and fro over plumbing. I did it over windshield wipers one day. I don't know what my problem is with windshield wipers, but I cannot. I'm like I'm mechanically inclined, and I cannot do windshield wipers. They don't work. They just don't click. Especially when you're in a hurry and you need to get your wife to Lynchburg. But there's a reality that I, I, I found myself, Lord, saying, what? Like, how are, you, how, how are you getting tossed over that? Because if you get tossed over that, what do you What? Wow. I mean, there's so much more that life is going to bring that I can't get tossed. I feel like we're in a day and an age that if we don't, Walk this thing out as the fullness of the body. We're just going to be tossed to and fro, and it, it'll just be it'll just get keep easier and easier to get frustrated, easier and easier just to let lay it down and say forget it. I can't tell you, you know, the whole I'm done, right? I mean, we got we've kind of got that in our system. I'm done, forget it. I don't want that in my life. I don't want that attitude in my life. I want that. I'm overcoming this. 
okay, this is the third time I've fixed this leak. Or actually, I fixed one leak to create another leak. You know, that's what, that's what happens. You put it all back together, turn the water on. It's like, really? I got that one fixed, and now it's leaking somewhere else. I'm like, oh. So my wife has had to endure me getting tossed to and fro. But definitely tossed to and fro in every wind of doctrine by the trickery of man, by craftiness and all that. But that's why we need the body, because I don't want to be tossed, number one, by this world, but also by other things that come along with that. And then the last one. Go on there, Amy. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him. We grow up into him. That's why you can't have a body without him, and you can't have him without the body it's 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 a both and i gotta have both you know i can't do the or in that grow up into him who is the head christ from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by which every ligament supplies. and so i just pray that god will just begin to birth in us the fact of the fullness is in him the chief cornerstone go ahead there you can go on it <laughs> came in right in time um, we're going to close out because we're getting close to getting a, this other crew in here. But I, I felt like this three things is um, we're just going to close with a song and just a response real quick. I just felt like, and these are some things you can do at your chair. There's also some things that if you need to come and get some prayer, I encourage you to come. There will be some people here to do that. But first one, it's just repent for my relationship with Jesus, okay. But body of Christ, you know, I'll come. But that's really as far as I want to go with that. You know, we're, we're that place that maybe there's been some hurt. Maybe there's been some craziness that's gone on down the years. I mean, the enemy wants to divide us out. The enemy wants to not empower us to be a part, have our place in the body. So maybe that's a place where I just need to repent and just say, God, just bring freedom to my life. And I felt the vision was is that, I mean, you think about Leah, you know, when when she's growing up, probably the most beautiful time or, you know, vision she's going to have of being is at that moment in time where she's going, she's, you know, coming down the aisle as the what? As the bride, right? I mean, and that's where God wants us to be, in the bride. I mean, he, he declares his body as the bride because it is beautiful. You know, what Rick spoke you know, last week, frame your relationships in beauty and delight. That's the bride of Christ. That's the beautiful part of this whole thing. And if it's become unbeautiful, if, if you don't want to go down that aisle, if you don't want to be a part of that walking down the aisle as the bride, then I encourage you to come and get some prayer, get freedom from that. Because God wants us to engage in that, being the bride of Christ, His body. And then some of us really enjoy the fellowship, but maybe we have kind of left the cornerstone out of that. Maybe we just need to get back to that place where we've been having a lot of fellowship, we've been having a lot of relationship, but it hasn't been full. I've been relating with different people in the church, and I've had good Christian friends, but it's not full. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not connecting with the cornerstone. I'm not building these relationships. My marriage isn't built on the cornerstone of Christ, and I need to get back to that place. Jesus, you're the cornerstone. And relating with Him, maybe that's you. I think, too, the, 
And, of course, all those warnings you can definitely respond to. If you've been isolated, if you've been uh, divided out, if you feel like you don't have a place, if you feel like you aren't important, come and get overcome that. But that last, that first one, I just encourage, if you've felt like you've been worn down by the accusations, come. So can we just stand? Lord, I just, I just thank you, God, that you're faithful, that you're good. And Lord, that we just can respond to you. We can respond to your goodness. We can respond to your heart, Lord, for us to be up. If fullness is in you, and if fullness is in your body, if completeness is in you, and completeness is in your body, God, I just ask in Jesus' name that today would be a day of victory for us. That we can engage once again in, in the both ends. That we don't have to have one or try to have one or try to have the other. God, it's both. We can have uh, this place of fullness and completeness in you and in your body. So, Lord, I just pray, Lord, today. God, if there's been accusation against me or accusation from from things going through me to the body, God, we just want to come. And I just ask in Jesus' name that, God, I could overcome that today. If there's been a place where I haven't been able to to really walk up that aisle as the bride of Christ as the, in the beauty and the splendor and the glory of what your body is all about. And God, maybe I've had, I've had some some of that's been uh, skewed in this lifetime. I just pray today would, you'd come and get a clearer picture. God. They, would, they would be able to overcome that. Overcome that. So BJ's just going to sing something over us. And I just, if you want to respond, if you want, I want you to sing along. It's just it's a pretty easy chorus. I think it's Agnes Day. So just let's just uh, sing this to him. If you want prayer, come and get it. Come and get it this morning.